A reading from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 7, beginning with verse 55. I'm going to correct that, begin with verse 51. Stephen said to the ruling council, You stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and ears, you are forever opposing the Holy Spirit, just as your ancestors used to do. Which of the prophets did your ancestors not persecute? They killed those who foretold the coming of the righteous one, and now you have become his betrayers and murderers. You are the ones that received the law as ordained by angels, and yet you have not kept it. When they had heard these things, they became enraged and ground their teeth at Stephen. But filled with the Holy Spirit, he gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see the heavens open to the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. But they covered their ears And with a loud shout, all rushed together against him. Then they dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. And the witnesses laid their coats at the feet of a young man named Saul. While they were stoning Stephen, he prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he knelt down and cried out in a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. When he had said this, he died, and Saul approved of their killing him. A reading from the 14th chapter of the Gospel according to John, beginning with verse 1. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will know my Father also. From now on you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. But if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves. Very truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact will do greater works than I do, because I am going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. 
If in my name you ask me for anything, I will do it. The Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I need you to offer your attention to a hymnal for a moment, if you would. Turn to page 871. If you've been flipping from left to right, you might have noticed that we've landed at the service of death and resurrection. And you might also have noticed that it was right after the service of Christian marriage. It's an unfortunate placement, I think. But it's what happened. We'll be reading from page 871. And what I would like for us to do, dear ones, is offer a prayer to our God. The prayer that we pray at a funeral service for our loved ones. It's found there at the bottom of the page. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. O God, who gave us birth, You are ever more ready to hear than we are to pray. You know our needs before we ask, and our ignorance in asking. Give to us now Your grace, that as we shrink before the mystery of death, we may see the light of eternity. Speak to us once more your solemn message of life and of death. Help us to live as those who are prepared to die. And when our days here are accomplished, enable us to die as those who go forth to live, so that living or dying, our life may be in you, and that nothing in life or in death will be able to separate us from your great love in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. I wonder if you notice those words, help us to live as those who are prepared to die. And when our days here are accomplished, enable us to go forth as those who will live. Enable us to die as those who go forth to live, so that whether we live or die, our life is in you. That, dear ones, is a prayer asking for the courage of faith. To have the courage to live for Christ or die for Christ. To live in Christ or die in Christ, whatever may come. Faith enables us. Faith prepares us. And faith sustains us. Not faith in ourselves or our abilities or our own strength of heart. No, those would surely fail us in times of greatest temptation when we look to run from persecution in whatever form it comes. Faith enables us to stand firm in our hope. And the faith that does that is faith in the risen Christ. That faith prepares us to be steadfast in our allegiance to Almighty God. Faith in the righteous one, as Stephen called him. Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified, dead, and buried, but on the third day rose from the dead. It's faith in that one that enables us to stand firm in the face of whatever comes against us. That faith, Dear ones, sustains us 
in the face of disease, in the face of torture, in the face of being mocked, derision, even in death. It is that faith in Jesus that sustains us and gives us the courage to go forth into whatever is before us as a people who are prepared to live boldly and with purpose. Not just to go through the motions of life. Jesus was raised as a sign to us that no matter what comes before us, whether it's death itself, there is only life for us. Enables us, prepares us, and sustains us. You may have seen on the news in your newspaper, in your Facebook feed, a story about a young Christian woman, a young mother, a young woman who's pregnant with her second child. On May 15th, she was sentenced to die from hanging. To be hung to death. Her name is Miriam Yahia Ibrahim Ishag. She's 27 years old. Her crime? She refused to renounce Christ. The judge, Abbas Muhammad, told her this. We give you three days to recant. But if you insist on not returning to Islam, we gave you three days to recant, but you insisted on not returning to Islam. She was then sentenced to die by hanging. And she was sentenced to a hundred lashes for adultery. Not because she had an affair against her husband, but because her husband is Christian and not Muslim. She won't be hung right away. Instead, in accordance with Sharia law, she will, she, Sharia law, she will be allowed to carry her child to term, and then she will be required to birth her child for the required two years. And then, and then, dear ones, she will be hanged because she refused to say Jesus is not Lord. Because she refused to recant her faith. Because she refused to deny Jesus. Witnesses say that when the judge delivered the verdict against her, she reacted without emotion. I'm no expert on courage, but that sounds like it to me. She is living as one who is prepared to die. To die as a witness, as a martyr. That's what the word martyr means, a witness. A witness that Jesus is the Christ. Facing the thought that her days in this world are accomplished, she's facing death as one who goes forth to live knowing that it has no power over her because of the resurrection of Jesus, who she cannot refuse, who she cannot deny. For she knows what Peter knew. Where else can we go, Lord? You have words of eternal life. 
It is beyond my ability to comprehend what that was like for her. The greatest persecution I have faced is ostracization from friends who liked me better when I was an architect than a pastor. Or weird looks from people in the checkout line at Bilo. I've never been told that if I didn't give up Jesus, I would be hanged. I suspect that Jesus' words, do not let your heart be troubled, are more comforting for her than they are to me because I don't have that depth of hurt. That's what Jesus said to us too. Whatever comes at you in this life, don't let your heart be troubled. He said that to His disciples because He was leaving them. We need to hear it too because... Life is hard. Believe in God, he said. Believe in me. Trust in God. Trust also in me. In my Father's house, there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. Would I have told you that I go to prepare life, a place for you? I will come again, he said. I will take you to myself so that where I am, there you may be. Miriam, Yahia, Ibrahim, Ishak faced the threat of death knowing that Jesus has prepared for her a place of life. If her place of life here is taken away, then there is life for her in Jesus Christ. And she knows that that cannot be taken away. Just as we prayed, nothing can be separated. Nothing can separate us from the love of God, not even death itself. She has the courage of faith. She's being enabled by faith. Prepared by faith. And sustained by faith. The same faith that we see in the story of Stephen. The same faith that enabled, strengthened, and prepared him and sustained him. As he spoke the truth of the resurrection of Jesus Christ to the very people who had sentenced him to death. If you read John's Gospel closely, you will notice that they were hiding in a room after he died for fear that they would be next. And here we encounter Stephen, going to those same people who said Jesus must die to tell them that Jesus had been raised, to stand before them and call them murderers and betrayers of the Messiah. Luke tells us that he was filled with the Holy Spirit, with wisdom, with grace and power. And it seems to me that he also was filled with the courage of faith. When they got angry with him and gritted their teeth, and he surely knew that they were about to kill him. Rather than backing down or giving in and saying, no, you're right, he's nobody, he kept on and he said this, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. 
when he had the opportunity to back down and look out for himself, to put Stephen first. Instead, he put Christ first and gave himself over to the courage of faith. And then they dragged him out of the city and killed him. But as they were stoning him, just as our Lord did, Stephen prayed and said, Forgive them. How was he enabled to be such a powerful witness? He's the first martyr of the church, the first person killed for his faith. How was he enabled to be that? How was he prepared to be that? How was he sustained in that moment? Surely he wanted to say, please stop. Through the courage of faith. Faith in the one who had promised that he will be with us and that we will be with him in a place of life. Our life is in Christ. And nothing in this life, not a judge, not a hangman, not a disease, or nothing in death can separate us from God's great love for us in Christ our Lord. Nothing. Our courage the courage of faith, to know that because Jesus was raised, we will be raised. And no matter what people try to do us, whether they drag us before a judge, a hangman, or anything else, that there will be life for us. Because Jesus has died and been raised. In that faith, there is courage to be witnesses to the goodness of our God. We can rest in the assurance that if Christ Jesus was raised, we too will be raised. And so death, dear ones, is not a threat to us. So what do we have to fear in sharing with others the good news of Jesus? It might be hard. We might fear rejection, but we can live with rejection. We can endure it for Him and rejection becomes holy. We might fear that people will think we're stupid. The prevailing breeze in our culture is that we Christians are the most ignorant lot there is left in the world. So be it. Let us be ignorant for Christ. Let us put our trust, our belief, our faith in Him to go forth from this place as a people enabled, prepare, and sustain to live for Him, no matter what threat, consequence, or hardship may come to us because we chose to live for Him. Let us go forth as those who are willing to live, even if that means we must die for Him. I don't know about you, but I find great inspiration in the story of that woman who stood before a judge with a small child, a husband, and a child in her womb and said, I will not recant my faith in Jesus Christ. Dear ones, that makes being afraid to talk to your neighbor about Jesus look pretty silly, doesn't it? 
It makes being afraid to talk to that person in line at the store pretty silly. It makes our idea of an individualistic faith that's my own private business look absolutely untrue because it is. Our faith is given to us so that we can have the courage to be a witness for Jesus. Whether it means we will be called stupid, whether it means we'll be called mocked or laughed at or whatever it means, we have the courage because we know that Jesus died and was raised for us so that we can live for Him. Do not let your hearts be troubled, our Lord said. Trust in God, trust in me. Be at peace in all circumstances. Rest in the courage of faith. Faith in the resurrected Son of God. Our Lord, Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Father, we ask that You would forgive us for those times that we have lacked faith. Forgive us for those times that we've lacked the courage of faith, the courage to be witnesses for our Lord. We are inspired by the faith of Stephen and remember him today along with your church around the world. We are inspired by the faith of a young Sudanese woman Miriam Ibrahim, we pray for her, that you will continue to enable her, to prepare her and sustain her as a faithful witness, that she would have the courage of her faith to be bold. From the depth of our heart, we plead that you would free her and be merciful to her. For ourselves, Lord, we ask for the courage of faith to speak to our neighbors, to our co-workers, to everyone with whom we're in contact with, to be available to people that you might work through us to speak good news. We ask you for the courage of faith so that we might share with others the good news of Jesus Christ and of your great love for all of us. It's in His precious name that we pray. Amen.